Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a Thursday edition of the program. Merely Bo in the great Z. How you doing, pal? How horrible. You doing? Why? Torrible? Horrible. Torrible. Torrible is what Bootsy Torrible. He takes horrible and torrible. Terrible and horrible yeah. and makes torrible. Torrible, well, Dad. Torrible. Torrible. I feel like I was with people that I care about, and they took me to a store, and there were all the Funko Pops, and they were like, you get none. You get none. And then, in fact. Oh, come on. And then when you leave, we're going to besmirch you. And I feel, I'm oh, telling man. you what. The official Nana, the program last night was in tears. Hold on, she, is this this feels like that you want to take this in front of the court? I do, absolutely. You want to try? Well, you, you turned on this. me though. That's the thing. I expect. Hold on, hold on. I want, expect you it have, from numb do you back here, but not do, you. Do you have a complaint that you would like to register in the court? Yes, my character. We have, was we have tried many assault cases in this court. Yes. We had the we had the trial of Gibe. We've had the trial win. of Pedro. Win decisive win. Trial uh, Pete Prisco win undefeated, geez, undefeated in this court. Yeah. So you, you remain that way. Your complaint okay. is what, sir? My complaint is that yesterday on this very program, okay, I was besmirched. I'm writing notes. There were allegations made against me that were, in fact, erroneous. Okay. At one point, I was called a liar by Jason Gibbs, Esquire. Okay. And I'm not pleased with any of that. Okay, so this is slander. Yes. Is what you're going for here. A billion percent. Mr. Zagura. Okay. What allegations would qualify as slanderous? Saying that I was a liar and acting as though. Specifically, sir. Specifically. Specifically, sir. That I did not make it known that I would also be golfing. Okay. Not make it known. Uh, Mr. Gibbs. Would you like to respond to these? Sure. I like what you're doing here, but just so you know, I don't find you to be completely innocent. Now you're smiling with a what did I do look, and you're trying to just play the role of the neutral person in the court, and it's me against Gibbs, which is fine because I'm going to smoke him. But you were a part of this. You were a part <laughs> of this here as nor well. there. Okay, neither here fine. nor there. Okay, fine. neither here nor there. I believe that you made a claim that you like sussed it out of me. You fa- figured out. I was literally telling you, like, yeah, I think I should go chase the small ball around with the kid. And no, I, I think we had a we'll, get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that, Mr. Gibbs. Yeah. How do you respond to yeah, these first charges? First and foremost, Nanny, you're going to want to turn off the radio because from here, oh my gosh, we don't want to threaten. What do you mean? We don't, don't want to threaten. Don't threaten you, me to Nana is a saint. No threat. No threats. No Worthy threats. Man, tooth is a saint. You your are boy. You are sustained, sir. You are sustained. Yeah. Overruled. Um. So your <laughs> your counterpoint to his allegations yeah. of slander. Is what? This text. From Tuesday at 12.49 p.m. Perfect. Ladies and You're gentlemen. You're just going to lead me right into my evidence. Ladies and gentlemen, if we could, uh, Mr. Gibbs is now bringing evidence to the court. Uh, the evidence is what, sir? Okay. Brothers, mm-hmm. any objections to me taking tomorrow off for my anniversary? Okay. If yes, I'll do the show. If not, peace out, and there's a term that is not suitable for air. Yeah. Or this court. Yes. Okay. 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 8.14 p.m., you respond with what, Gibbon? I said, fine by me. Again, insert a word that you insult- we and then you insulted me. talk on the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At, at 8.18 p.m., four minutes later, 
I responded to your text after I'd already talked about this with Bo, and he was like, yeah, go chase the small ball around, have a great time. I, was, I don't think are, are I, sure I don't know that, that chronology of it because I feel like oh no no yes it. yes because we had done the show we had done the show we had done we'd, the show we'd already so talked about it what, what the real so I was waiting was, for Gibbe. as it were okay yeah. so Gibbe sends back the fine by me blank blank yeah to which four minutes later yeah on that evening now the day before the anniversary yeah I respond with what Jason Gibbs how would you describe what I responded with it was a guy. It was a gentleman holding a golf club doing some kind of happy dance. Yeah. On a golf now, course. Now, I would say a, a little vague. It could it be was, any sort of, any sort of celebration. Could be celebration. could be any sort of celebration. Yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'll, I'll side I with the defense in this think, one. You think that that doesn't indicate that I'm going golfing? Knowing you and knowing the conversation that you and I had had, but I think that easily could have just been I, I anybody's happy like, celebration. Okay, so he's he happy celebrated. he's got the day off. Here's the day. Oh, come here's, on. Here's the, come anniversary on. With Let's my suss this wife. out. This okay. is the real truth of okay. this, as I see as the court sees it. Okay. As the court sees it. What you choose to do with your day off, which you have earned, is entirely up to you, my business. Uh, between between you, your wife, and your God above. Thank you. Those are the people you answer to. That's right. No one else. Okay. We are not trying how you decide to use your day off. He is. You are bringing a case of slander against Mr. Gibbs and tangentially myself. Well, you were acting like we hadn't talked about that I was going to be playing golf. I would suggest that <laughs> the suggest. original ask from you. Yes was an act to paint oneself as some kind of humanitarian humanity take i want to do this for my wife and and for that as whereas if you were to say i am it is very different to say brothers do you mind if i take the day off for my anniversary i'm paraphrasing or brothers i'm going to play golf i'd like to take tomorrow off those are two different asks. It doesn't really matter either way. My hunch is there was a tad bit of guilt for you, and so you brought the anniversary into the ask. It was and then later a, a helpful. Oh, no, 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 hold on. A and then later, later post haste, busted you texting the okay. kid. Then the kid conversation took place when you but and I were on the air. I had not committed to playing golf until I had gotten home and spoken with my wife. So I at no point had I committed. To golf now, what I had committed to in my mind, I wanted to play golf, but I wasn't. I got to run by the lady. Weren't you sorting it out with the kid while we were doing the show? Yeah, he brought up, "Hey, I got a tee time at Boulder Creek at twelve fifty, which necessitated the show being off." But I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to go play golf at twelve fifty. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay, because you had not asked, you had not talked to one of the three people that I think were most important. Correct to the situation. Yes. So I I understand what you're saying. There is no doubt. The fact that it was also my anniversary as well as a 70-degree day in February was convenient for me. But I was not trying to hide in any way, shape, or form ah. that I would be playing golf. You and I discussed it thoroughly. Once here, but in original text, there was no mention. But the mention. original text was sent at 1250. Yeah, yeah. I think it was sent right, right when you arrived. that you two had. It, it, it happened on During my way the show. over. Yeah, it happened on my way over, I believe. When I sent the, the text at 1249. So you just walked into the building. I had just walked in. Yeah, and then we and talked about it, and, then we and talked. Bo was like, fine. So the other thing, you really don't part, have to ask any of our permission for anything. Well, I'd no. feel like I'll be honest with you. If if I was telling you this and this was two weeks out, I wouldn't ask. I would not. But it's the next day. I don't want to leave yep. anybody in a lurch. Like sure, that's a sure. that's a special set of circumstances. Now, other factors that have come into play, which I think you guys would like, because there was also another part of the slander which involved 
that I was couldn't possibly have been a good husband because I was golfing on my anniversary. To which I will respond as was follows. there was that oh, oh that was might, mentioned I oh yeah did you go oh yeah that's right it feels like that's the, I don't feel like I would have no you weren't a part of that no no, no. Gibbe, which is again most of the cases being yeah. lobbied against him yours is just more of a sense of betrayal and pain <laughs> not so much here but more like right here more in the heart where so, it matters most I had whether I was doing the show or not yeah I had planned on the fourth anniversary is flowers and fruit. I had planned, I wanted to see her new office, so I had planned on showing up at her new office and surprising her with roses and then taking her to lunch for the anniversary. Yeah. Regardless of golf or not. Yeah. That was always in the plans. That was in the, so was in the playbook. I did do that. Yep. I showed up at her new place of employ. Yep. I had 12 long-stemmed beautiful roses, which you- Which we've seen. You I've, were here you, yep. when I was- When that was happening. You walked in, the, I believe, as I was that negotiation going was through that. Place. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely Duffy's local florist in, uh, in the, the East yeah. Did a great job. I the also- discrepancy I remember in picking up or delivery <laughs> and payment yeah, was it, difficult. Yeah, I remember- We got through it. It all sorted itself yeah. out. The, I will say once we had like, the walk-in and collection and walk-out- couldn't have been nice. That I was put a it piece in, of in a car yeah. box so that it was. I like the car box thing. Yeah, genius. Um, yep. So I went down there. I was wearing my favorite, my favorite T-shirt, which Love was it. a gift from my wife for our second anniversary, which was yep. the cotton anniversary. Yep. And it is a T-shirt, a gray T-shirt that simply says in black lettering, "Trophy husband." <laughs> and I wore, it, wore that. We went out. My wife was dying when I showed her that. Dying. It's great. She goes. I think Amy goes. He just loves life. And I said, yes, he golfs life. That's exactly right. You've got it nailed. <laughs> so we went. We had a lovely lunch at Sora down in the flats. Nice. I had some sushi. It was delightful. Uh, I leave, and then, uh, and then I got to play a little golf. And then last night, last night, although there is one little plot twist, which I wonder how you guys feel about this. There was one plot twist. So remember that this was all set up. This was the brainchild of the kid. Kid was like, it's this nice day. Let's play golf. Yeah. So I'm about to leave Sora downtown at around 1220. She had had one o'clock meeting. So even if I was doing the show, it would have been perfect. I would have come here. It was That part was in the plan all along. And then I'm going, and I'm going to play with the cook and the coos and the kid. A lot of Ks today. Yeah. And uh, the kid who organized the entire thing I, is like, is out. I'm out. He's out. I'm like, what do you mean you're out? Too breezy? He had a charity event at 5 o'clock that he forgot about, and then he had some other business dealings he had to take tend to that he, he didn't know. I'm like, you set this game up yesterday. You <laughs> asked me to take a day off of work so that we, so could, that we could do this. We could do this together. Yeah. And then you've now bailed, like, when it's too late for me to do anything. Like, I couldn't go back to so work So you didn't or play at all? No. No. So we did play. We just ended up going uh, to a different venue that had temporary greens as opposed to the other one, which was way out. The Boulder yeah. Creek's out in the boonies. Bit of a hike. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it were it was the most insane, insane weather conditions I've ever played golf in in my life. It was quite blustery, even though it was 70 degrees. It They were, I mean. What was the club length difference when you were hitting downwind? Uh, easily four clubs. <laughs> Like you had to hit the seven iron, three hundred yards. You could hit downwind. I mean, you could hit the ball for ever, but in the wind, forget was it. Bonkers, and then the crosswinds. Yeah, you'd have to aim like OB and have yeah. it blow back to get it to That's the green. Great. So it was fun, but I got a lot of exercise. Walked, and then at dinner, um, we actually had an awesome mm-hmm. night, and we went to Edwin's. Um, we, I don't know if you guys are aware of it. 
I have. I, I was planning on taking my kid for a birthday because it's like a French restaurant. It's a French restaurant. Yeah. It is um, Shaker? It's in Shaker. Yeah. It's on Shaker Square. Uh, the executive chef is a wonderful guy. They just got their James Beard semifinalist now. There you go. National, not local, national. Yep. Um, Wine Spectator Award of Excellence. It is so cool. It is a menu unlike anything else that you get, and it is part of um, like some part of the thing they do is – part of the prisoner re-entry system where they bring people oh, yeah, in and yeah, they yeah, can yeah. teach them and, yep. and have a lot of the workers there and they teach the former prisoners a new trade. It was founded by uh, Brandon Krastowski, who I got to meet last night, who's awesome, classically trained chef. Uh, it's got a fine dining French menu. I mean, we had frog's legs. We had escargot. I had rabbit. But they are known for, and we didn't get this, but next time we will get this, All right. pressed duck. Pressed yes. duck. Okay. So they fly in when you you're order. You're in a real duck kick right now. Love you got duck. a lot of duck. You're running. Duck. Well, I didn't get to have that duck. I know, but I only got to it, see it's it. A, it's something you you love. You're ravenous for duck. Yeah, duck's good. Yeah, I made the best duck. Well, this duck looked better uh, than my duck. Yeah, to be fair. could be. So, and the Browns are actually very in the relocation feed are paid in part by the Browns for the former inmates to get places to live, rent free, and to to work and to you know get their lives back. It's it's cool. You felt. It was an awesome vibe, tremendous food, and great wine list. We had some great, they had, uh, obviously, tons of great Bordeaux. Um, so anyway, we're there. We have a, gr- a great meal. It's awesome. Like I said, Miss K tried frog legs for the first time, which yeah. was, was pretty exciting. But this pressed duck. So you got to call them like the day before. They fly this duck in. Okay. So it's fresh. Is it alive when it's in the plane, or is it that I don't know. post-taste? I didn't ask that. I don't ask, okay. I didn't ask that. Yeah. So they bring it out, they carve it up. It's like lightly at this point, lightly cooked, really. Okay. They cut all the breast meat off. They cut the legs off, all of that, uh, and then they take that away. Then they have this old from the like 1800s. It right. used to be an apple press. Okay. And they put the duck, what's left of the duck's carcass after it's been carved, into this apple press, and they press it. Okay. So you get all of the bone marrow. Yep. And the blood and juices out of the duck okay. that they then use to make a sauce that's got, like, obviously some butter in it, some duck stock, sure. some other things, and they make this sauce for it, and then they bring it back out, and then they put that sauce over, and they, it's all done, like, table side. Like, the sauce is made table side. On okay. It. Awesome. All right. And there's obviously some, uh, I think, vermouth in there that they let on light on fire and all this sure. stuff. And it just looked like the coolest thing ever. My dad, like, my dad, we were going to bring my dad there, and he's going to lose his mind. Yeah, I could see Pedro being very excited. He'd be very pumped about yeah. that. We Plus had a scholarship. Yeah. And, uh, scholarship. and we got a great Bananas Foster uh, for dessert table. That's side. undefeated. The best. It, it is the best dessert yeah. there there ever is. Yeah. yeah. So the experience wins, too. He over here said, he can't, he's, uh, he's probably, he probably can't even take her to dinner. But I took her to lunch, brought her roses and yep. a trophy husband T-shirt, and took her to dinner. Yep. After making her an incredible meal the night before for yep. Valentine's Day, we exchanged beautiful cards and sentiments and gifts. And our love is stronger than ever. And yes, I golf. Our love and is stronger you know, than awesome. ever. And it is. It is. It's beautiful. Avoided. It's beautiful. So I dominated the anniversary. I have dominated this trial. <laughs> and I'll say it again. Our love is stronger. I would say that in simplest terms, back to the original charge, if the original text simply says, hey, fellas, you cool with me taking tomorrow off? It's my anniversary. I want to play golf. All is avoided, if you, if you but, but, but all is avoided, but 
then we wouldn't have just had 15 minutes of joy. Well, that's why I so knew it all you guys. I, it all I wins. knew you did this because he I, knows in his I heart will. of hearts he's full of it. I sent him a guy, a golfing guy, celebrating. Vague. That, vague. that is not that vague. Uh, the court. Anything. The court rules vague. Vague. Okay, court. Go through our text chain. All I, okay, all I know is this. Go through our text chain and see any time that <laughs> okay. I sent you a golf the gift court, that the, has nothing to do court, with me the playing court golf. Would, the court would prefer I be ad- the court be addressed as your honor, Mr. Court. Okay, Mr. I court. believe I've earned it. I Mr. believe Doug. I've earned it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe this is outrageous. Hey, uh, the Texans have hired our defensive line coach, Chris Hold Kiffin. On. We're not Hold done. on. Okay, we have more time. What, what do you I want? Like I am done. happy to apologize. Thank you for I accept for it. him not taking for saying that he was not being a good husband yesterday to his wife. Yeah, that was however that was over the line. I brother. do feel that Bo and I are owed an apology <laughs> because you essentially didn't tell your your friends what like. That like is not you told us one You thing. were out I'm, of the state, not, brother. I, I'm going to go against you on this, Gibby. Thank you. I, I, I think I, I'll overrule. I, I don't think that he's he owes anything. I think, if anything, he's guilty of misleading an original text. Yes, and that there would that's be, all. that's where like, your guilt I is, mean, is in the friends? misleading of the original text. First and foremost, Probably hoping in the back of your, that it's a much easier thing to say, oh, it's his anniversary, of course. Like, and again, you don't, you don't need our approval or permission for anything. Certainly exactly. not mine. Let me ask you and question. however you spend your day is between you, your wife, and your God above. Let that's me it. ask you one question, so, Mr. Mr. Court, your yeah. honor. Your honor. I, I believe I When you that. walked out of Berea yeah. at 3 p.m. Yes. On Tuesday. Was there any doubt in your mind that no. I was going to be playing golf the next day? No, 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 but that's not what's in question. What's in question oh, okay. is at the time well, he of said the I'm text, misleading my friends. The misleading mis- the misleading happened at the original text. And I never With the thinking being Wednesday. That is true as well. That is That's that is that is a fact as well. Yeah, that is true. So, I reject your sentence. I reject your, your verdict. Be careful. <laughs> what the fact of matter is though, court. he called me a liar and he has been at no point did I lie. No point did I say I'm not golfing and then golfed. Your biggest no, accusation against me is that I led with anniversary and then say anniversary and I'd also like the golf, mis- which was made clear to you immediately. Was made clear to me in person, but not in the original text. Right. But then, then a gif of a golf celebration, a guy golfing, literally being like, yeah. I, I, I reject that as well yep. because I, to me, I did. I knew that it was golf because I knew that's what you're going to do. But I also could have read that very simply as great. I'm going to love having a day off. Can you love golf? So I wouldn't necessarily you know connect the best the dots, part is, is that we have a lot of evidence in this text chain that would support my position of when I choose to use golf-related gifts versus I have plenty of others, and you know that, you well-documented wrong. gifts and of celebration wrong. and yeah. joy this is, that have nothing to do with golf. This is a ruling that, will, that goes for both, both of you. This ruling is going to be split. It's a split ruling. Thank you, Your Honor. You're welcome. <laughs> How did I serve? This is like if Bootsy ran a court right now. Oh That's my what's God, happening. It'd be so great. Horrible. Is- we would have taken oh, two snack on. breaks. On horrible. Oh, he definitely would have got snack. We should have. I should have a snack break yeah. given to me yesterday. His uh, his. I'm doing this thing where I have a chart of their malfeasances, and I take three mm. minutes off bedtime for everything that they I like, do. I like that. And accumulates over the course of the day. It's working splendidly. Like anything. Like for example, don't hang up your shower towel. Three minutes off bedtime. It's the one thing they care about. So last night he tried to spin it. He's like, I don't even care what time I go to bed. And I said, well, how about I take a stuffy away every time you do something wrong? Oh, Stone-faced. Boy. Oh, man. Stone-faced. That's not, not going to go We're well for anybody. Games, so. No. 
we're not. Uh, the Texans have hired our defensive line coach, Chris Kiffin, as their new linebacker coach per multiple sources. You knew Jim Schwartz was going to have some new fresh faces on his defense, and so now we're seeing that a little bit. Uh, Chris did a nice job here, uh, but this will – if you're Jim Schwartz and you're hired to fix defense, you can work with a lot of people, professional, but you probably like some familiar faces in there, so this could be a win-win for everybody. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? I'm tweeting out to the people. I've won the trial and we're on the air. Dastardly Gibbe. Thank you for all the support against this blasphemy. We we're on the air. I know. I'm mad Literally, at you. I, I hate you. This is my. This is my. I gave you a half of a ruling. It is absurd. It's a half ruling. The you best ruling. If you want him to have a percentage of the ruling, the best that I would allow is ninety-seven three. Ninety-seven me. He gets three percent because I didn't say <laughs> golf in the thing. Su- you don't That's what I said. Three percent rule. The court is the court. Take take. You just take it. You bring it into the people's court. You have to accept accept the judgment. You, you sir, based on yesterday's show, I submit into evidence yeah. that this court must be thrown out as no. the home Impossible. for this trial due to your bias Impossible. that was in evidence in the video yesterday. This is a biased court. Hearsay. You can't rule on it. Hearsay. You are conflicted out. It is a hearsay. conflict it's hearsay. of interest. What did I do? <laughs> what did I do? Our Our love is strong. If you take anything away from this, I love is stronger, stronger ever. <laughs> you love that. That really took you. <laughs> an amazing line. <laughs> stronger than... <laughs> oh, tweet your questions to us. Uh, God almighty, Bobby's got a thousand. Bobby! For the mailbag at 2.30 of that to look forward to. We'll go around the league. Uh, some interesting comments from Justin Fields uh, and also from the Bears side of things. I think we'll know in about 10 days what's going on at the top of the draft. Yeah, we'll we go know. to the combine. Uh, we will do the Bengals as this week's tour around the NFL as they head to the offseason. Jay Morrison, he's great. He's going to join us at 2 o'clock on that. We're off and running on a Thursday edition. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. New way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns with the help of your favorite four-legged companion, Barking Backers, presented by Milkbone, the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. There's going to be a lot of intrigue at the top of this draft. Uh, Justin Fields was on with Rich Eisen. And we have some oh. part of my take. He was on with Eisen yesterday as well. And at one point, Eisen says, have the, had the Bears talked to you about their plan at quarterback? And essentially, I'm paraphrasing, he says, no. They have not. He said they had their exit interview, um, and they haven't talked since, but it's the business of it and gives kind of a, a, an answer to it. So, As if, like, he wasn't, like, I'm the as guy. If he wasn't, as if he wasn't, as if he wasn't, been consulted he or was told, hey, you're the guy. So this yeah. leads to some of these sound bites we're going to play. So let's start with Steve Palazzolo, PFF, on what he would do if he were the Bears general manager with the first overall pick. This is from the Dan Patrick Show yesterday. The Bears situation, you're on the clock with the number one pick. And you have Justin Fields already. How did Pro Football Focus grade out Justin Fields? And what would you do with that number one pick? So we graded him as a below average passer, but unbelievable runner, right? Exactly what we saw on the field. Um, I've always thought he has the passing ability. So there's so much potential there with Justin Fields. I do think the Bears should be doing their due diligence on Bryce Young and the other quarterbacks. Bryce Young in particular, he's the number one quarterback on the PFF draft board. I do think you have to weigh taking Bryce Young at one, and potentially trading Justin Fields. I think that's option number one, potentially, if they what, like Bryce what would Young you enough. Do? What would you do? 
I would, I would, I would take Bryce Young, and I would look to trade Justin Fields. I mean, that's my that's my first option. If I have a good enough market for Justin Fields, the second option is trade down and say, okay, we have to play up to the Colts and the fact that they're desperate, the Panthers that they're desperate, the Raiders, all the maybe even the Texans at two. So you have to trade down. I think the worst thing the Bears can do is draft a non-quarterback. The worst thing they could do is sit at one, draft a Will Anderson from Alabama, draft a Jalen Carter from Georgia. They have to maximize this first overall pick, either with a fresh rookie quarterback or with multiple draft picks to restructure that entire roster. All right. I reject several things. Steve, and I like Steve a lot. And we love the PFF guys. We have them on all the time. But like, if, if you are saying that the first thing you would do is draft Bryce Young, then you trade Justin Fields for whatever it's worth. If you feel that Bryce Young is significantly better as an upgrade to Justin Fields, then it doesn't matter what the give back is or the get back is for Fields. You move off of him and you get the quarterback you want. So the notion of only if we can get a lot for Fields is nonsense. If you love Young, you take him regardless. That's right. And you would make that move there. I mean, yeah, I you want to get crazy. you should get something interesting for him yeah like the way that i would look at it here's i'm just going to put on a my three team hat here yeah if they are taking bryce young because see they can't it's it's a hard situation they can try to bluff well if you don't give us a good enough for justin fields we're not taking bryce young well if you want to take bryce young to your point you're taking bryce young yes arizona did this remember they did the same exact thing yeah and once it got became known at the combine that they were taking kyler they had to take they traded Rosen for a nickel on the dollar. I got like a second, right? Which right. Is still wild. Which now, that. and then yeah. he never no. has amounted to um, So, apparently, it's a, I think it was Ian Rappaport, I believe I read this from, the Ravens did not assure their offensive coordinator candidates that Lamar Jackson would be the quarterback. So I find that troubling because Harbaugh said when, when they were talking about the Monken thing that Lamar was in on deciding who the coordinator would be. Interesting. What is going on? I don't know. There's always been disparate commentary around the situation. Yeah. I think that's been pretty clear and true the entire time. So what does that mean in this case? I don't know. But I was just putting my thinking cap on. If I'm Baltimore, you can – what better way to replace Lamar than with a younger Lamar on yeah. a rookie contract? So let Lamar go, trade for Justin Fields, and away you go. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that – Or sign and trade I mean, trade this is Lamar. Steve's opinion. Yeah. I think that the, the fact that Fields is on Eisen yesterday saying they haven't talked to him about – their future plans at quarterback probably tells you all you need to know. Yes. Like he could just say, yeah, I'm the guy. It's, you know, that's right. it. And that solves it. End of conversation. Um, he was on with PMT. Uh, among the topics of conversation, he was asked about his draft night experience. Here's Justin Fields on that. I'm going to tell y'all who's like, what my mindset was during the draft. So I knew I wasn't going top three. San Fran had told my agent that, you know, we weren't, they were going to take Trey. So I knew I wasn't going top three. So, you know, Atlanta, they were kind of shaky on the quarterback situation. So I thought, you know, maybe there was a chance that I go there. So Atlanta, they take my, my, my boy Kyle Pitts. And five, I think uh, Cincinnati had five. They went with Jamar. The next team that I thought I was going to go to was the Panthers. So Panthers had eight. And they didn't choose me. They chose my guy JC. Uh, the nine, you know, the Broncos had the ninth pick. And they chose Pat Sertain. So after nine... 
I'm in the in the house. Like, I, you know, I don't know where I'm about to go. Uh, I don't know where I'm going to end up because um, the next few teams didn't really need quarterbacks. So uh, then, you know, my agent called me, set the Bears traded down, and you know that's when I, of course, got got drafted. But uh, you know, it was an awesome uh, moment with my family. Uh, glad I got to um, experience that with them. And yeah, but after, really after. Four and eight after uh, Atlanta passed on me and Carolina passed on me, I had no idea where I was going to go. So it was kind of, it was kind of uh, nerve wracking a little bit. But you know, ended up in Chicago, and you know, I love the city of Chicago uh, and and everything it brings. So at, yeah. At the yeah, time, yeah. did you want to go to Atlanta? I mean, it would have been sick to see you play just just out of the like Michael Vick comparisons that yeah. would have naturally happened there. But since you're from the South, did you want to play near your hometown? It would have been cool, you know. Uh, me, my dad had season tickets growing up, so I would always go to you know games with him. But it would have definitely been like a story. Like even this past year when we played Atlanta, it was just I was just, I just got so many flashbacks just driving around the stadium, uh, just thinking about the you know different um, you know tailgating spots me and my dad used to go to when I was a kid. So I was like getting emotional a little bit. I was like, wow, like I didn't think I you know could feel like this. But um, it was awesome going back there, going back home and playing. But it would have definitely been cool to you know play for Atlanta, play for the hometown team for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but no, don't. Let's not put that out there. You're a bear for life. Yeah. Are life. you a bear for life? Yeah. I'm a bear for life. Bear for okay, life. Okay, there, there we go. go. There's Breaking the quote. News. Bear for life. Or at least two more weeks. Right. Yeah. The Falcons picking Kyle Pitts and mm-hmm. not taking Justin Fields is so crazy. Yeah. And they're not even like using the him. They don't even use no, him no. the right way. No, it felt like it in the moment, too. Um who was their quarterback then? Was Matt it Ryan. still Matt Ryan? It was Matt Ryan's last year. So they were, were they, I wonder if that was like, we're still trying to get drops out of Matt Ryan because they still had Ridley at that time and they had Pitts and they're, let's get him some weapons. Let's still try to see if we can get something out of Matt Ryan. And then obviously he went to Indy and there was nothing left to get. Uh, but yeah, it is. It's I, Carolina is equally pretty wild. Then they end up with, who'd they end up with? Was it that the J.C. Horn pick? Uh-huh. Who's yeah. good? I mean, they're no, he's good, but good. it's yeah. like Tepper has been trying to get a quarterback for since he bought the team he's been trying to sort that out well, they were in on watson both they times. had didn't they make hadn't they already like given up a lot to get darnold i can't recall if that was already the case or not or if it was after yeah i don't remember i don't remember uh when when what the chronolo- chronology of that was if they if darnold was already in the mix or if they had yet to i thought they try i thought they went after darnold after watson after they didn't get watson the first time through. Because Watson it was, was on af- the market it was, twice. It was before the draft. April 5th, 2021. When they got Darnold? Mm-hmm. So it was both leading up to that draft. It was three weeks before that draft. When they got – that's when they that's yeah. when they went and got Dar- Darnold. Yeah. So that – because they tried to acquire Watson then. Like right away. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's – I wouldn't feel good – and honestly, if you're him, you'd probably be better off getting out of there. I mean, the place is a quarterback graveyard. They don't have any weapons. I know they have a ton of cap space. Like, for the Bears to be good quicker, it would be for Fields to be good, them to build around him, and then draft and use cap space to build around him. Yeah, which they if, can. Which, they have, it's all set up. Right. It's totally set up for that if they believe in him. Yes. But if they don't, then there's no price that's worth not taking Bryce Young if you believe in him more. He also said that he hopes Chicago builds a dome. You saw they built, they bought that land that became official, and he said that the Chicago weather is really hard to prepare for, and he hopes they build a dome. Yeah. So Yes. Yeah. Any I, team I that has invested significantly in the quarterback position that is in a bad weather area 
should invest in a dome. You want to eliminate the variables and allow the talent that you've assembled to prevail. Yeah, and quite frankly, if you don't have one of those quarterbacks, you have a chance anyway. Right. So yeah. that, it's really it's really all that matters. Yep. Um, this was uh, so yesterday was the Chiefs parade. Oh, do we? I want to hear what who Fields wants. Do we oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, that? there. I saw. I missed it. Here's, here's Fields on PMT on what receiver he'd want in this year's draft. It's got to be three first round picks. Who would you want to take with one of those first round picks? I'm going with my man uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, oh. You know, I've seen, I've seen him in action. I've seen how he can separate himself like that, and you know, his just body control is is crazy. And you know, he didn't get to play this past year. He didn't get to show what he could do. So, um, you know, I'm hoping he falls with somehow. But I don't yeah. know. But we do have you know some some help that we need on in the in the trenches. So, you know, a lot of people are talking about us taking Jalen Carter or uh, Will Anderson uh, Jr. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. So I'm guessing we'll get one of those guys and, you know, maybe some guys in free agency. But, you know, one guy that I would love to have is uh, Jack and Smith and Jake What? Where are their picks? Where are the Bears picks in this draft? They're, they're picking first, but are they also – so that theoretically could go to four depending on who trades up. They have number one overall – Second round, number 56 overall from oh, the Ravens. So they don't have three ones. No. R- remember, they traded. Claypool uh, is 32. For, would have been, 30 th- the, would have been 33, yeah. Would have been the yeah. first pick of the second well, round. Well, it's 32, though, because the there's Dolphins no got it taken. Yeah, so exactly it's actually right. a first-round pick. Yeah, so uh, they have one well, overall, 56 overall from the Ravens. I think they were talking for about, Roquan. Like, if you traded that number one pick. Oh, yeah, and you get it, yeah, you get you probably get you three ones for it, but not this year. Not this year. You could, yeah. yeah. So they have their first, they have the Ravens second, they have their third, their fourth, they have a fourth from the Eagles, they've got a fifth, and then a fifth uh, from, two fifths from the Ravens as well, and a seventh. Who has multiple ones this year? Seattle, Detroit, does Philly? Seattle and Detroit for sure do. Seattle has theirs, and they have Denver's. Detroit has theirs, and they have the Rams. Okay. The there are several teams that I, I think there are two or three teams beyond. Philly's got multiple. Yeah, Philly, Philly. Does. So Philly, Detroit, Seattle. Philly has ten from New Orleans and thirty-one. The Lions have six from the Rams and eighteen of their own. The Texans have two and twelve from mm-hmm. us, and Seattle has. Five from Denver and 20 of their own. Yeah, it's funny. The reason I think about that is because we always go to Indy as the team at four that would be most likely to move up. If Seattle loved Young or if the Lions loved Young, they would have the artillery. Oh, yeah, from five. They could go five and 20. Five and 20 to one and get, and get probably if, if you love Bryce Young. like And that would be more attractive if you're Chicago than future ones. Like you'd rather have two now. One of the things that's going to be a huge topic, the combine, and I was reading today, is it true that Bryce Young is not six feet tall, nor is he 200 pounds, which would make him be like Doug Flutie? He's, he's for sure. I don't think he's even as built as Flutie is. He's, he is six feet tall. Um, he is not. He's not. I don't think he's 200 pounds. He don't look like 200 How pounds. How could he survive? He'd have to get down. Yeah. He's not as. Like I, to me, he feels like he's taller than Baker, but maybe not as built huh. as Baker was when he got on here. Baker had a very strong lower body, 
I'm trying to think like who he kind of reminds of in recent from a build standpoint. He's probably got kind of like a he's probably got kind of like a Johnny, but he's he doesn't play like that. Johnny was at least like broad. In my mind, I'm picturing him as he's like a shrunk down Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, that might be. Yeah, there's. They're saying that his it, athletic profile is like there's not a, there aren't any other successful NFL quarterbacks that are that have like that. Him. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of people already throwing like this is going to be like a Steph Curry thing because his skills are what they are. Um, like the PFF guys say that they're he's better than like he's so the difference between him and the second guy is bigger than the difference between the second guy and the third guy. Like Fine, but do they separated. think? Do they think they think he just plays in such a different way? How much better? Like who do they think prospect wise? Like is he a better prospect than they thought Trevor Lawrence was? No, 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 no. I don't. No. I don't think that. Okay. No, 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 no. No. By the it way, risk for sure. By the way, that is going to be a super fun team, the Jags. I I talked about that this morning. We were uh, looking at uh, some power ranking thing, and they had Jacksonville six. And I'm saying, I'll be, be very honest with you. Like to me, that's more than justified. And you could make an argument that if Lawrence continues to ascend, that they're in a better that they're in a better spot than the Buffalo Bills right now, with the amount of weapons that they have. They're loaded. Loaded. Yeah. Yeah. No. Bry- Bryce Young, according to uh, the World Wide Web. Yeah. Six feet tall, 194 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Some comparisons. C.J. Stroud is 6'3", 218. Oh, yeah. Stroud. I mean, Stroud is one of the best basketball players in Southern California coming out of high school. He's a superb athlete. Kyler Murray, 5'10", 207 when he came in. And a different. Totally different build. Athlete. Though. Tua yeah, as a runner. was 6'1", 216. Jalen Hurts, 6'1", 216. Let me tell you something right now. Tua is 6'1", 216, because I, I walked by him on the field. Yeah. Now, two things. Number one, I don't think there's any way he's 6'1". Number two, his legs are ginormous. Yeah, they're tree trunks. He has one, some of the biggest quads and just yeah that I've ever seen. Yeah. No, he's young spindly. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 skinny, dude. He's slight for sure. Um, yeah, it's I, I don't know. It's gonna we'll know we're gonna know in two weeks. The measurables. I remember when we, we walked, we did our the, the Kyler was unbelievable Kyler, yeah. on the steps, on the steps. Harry and Izzy, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Not six feet, no. not as not. it turns out. Uh, all right, we'll continue our tour around the NFL. We remain in the AFC North with a look at the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, they're loaded for bear. You could argue they're number the, the second or third best team in the NFL coming into this off season. Some big free agents. But they got a lot going on. We'll get into that coming up next. Listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Renew your home for the last time with the new home exteriors, siding, and roofing products. Don't spend all day with high-pressure sales, guys. The team at Renew Home Exteriors won't waste your day with hours of negotiating the price of your project. Just an upfront fair price to make your project easy. Modernize your home with premium siding ranging in every style and colors. Renew Home Exteriors, superior products, superior service. Visit RenewEstimate.com for more on that. As we can take continue our tour around the NFL in the AFC North, our offseason breakdown, you're on, of the Cincinnati Bengals. 
They were 12-4 and four a year ago. They were first in the AFC North. They played in the AFC title game. It went down to the wire. Zach Taylor is completed four seasons at 28-36, and 36, but obviously on the ascent. Uh, the Bengals lead the all-time series with us, 52-47. to 47. We split with them a year ago. Their offense was eighth overall, fifth in passing, 29th in rushing, defense 16th, uh, seventh in rush defense, 23rd in passing. Turnover differential was plus six. Joe Burrow threw for 4,500 yards, 35 touchdowns, 12 picks in 16 games. They are loaded. They are one of the teams that absolutely can contend and can go toe-to-toe with Kansas City. They beat them three out of the last four times, but they do have big questions this offseason, including safety Jesse Bates, Vaughn Bell, Eli Apple, Trey Flowers, Hayden Hurst, and Samaj P. Ryan among them. But, of course, the biggest question is, do you do the Burrow extension right now? Yes. Not on. Yes. Now on. Hard to say. It it is really it's an hard to enigma say. wrapped in a mystery. Yeah, I don't know why it's so hard to say. It should be rather easy. If, yeah, especially there's a light. Lights would solve, <laughs> light, yeah. solve it all. Wouldn't need to do nothing. Anyway, neither here nor there. Maybe when Gibbe gets a a new gets a, somebody to help him assist in the design of the new studio, maybe that red Komodo will do it for you, Gibbe. I look forward to everybody's mic working well, except yours. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I don't know how that helps you. It's fine. <laughs> okay. What are we doing here? They okay. want to do the Burrow deal now. Yes. My guess is they've already had talks. He's. It feels like someone's going to have to go first in this whole thing. It's Herbert. It's Burrow. Jack, uh, Lamar's in the mix as well. Um, but I think they want it done. They they would love to have this thing sorted out in the next month. Everything that I hear, we'll ask Jay Morrison about it when he joins us at the top of the hour, is that everybody kind of wants the same thing down there. Yeah. Even T. Higgins said, look, I'm not, I don't want to go anywhere. I'm, I want to stay right where I am. They would beat the Bills in the first round of the playoffs before losing, obviously, or they beat the Ravens, I'm sorry, in the first round of the playoffs, uh, before, and then the Bills before losing in the AFC Championship game to the Chiefs in a tight one, 23-20. to 20. Yeah, great team. Hard, though. It's hard to be so close. Mm-hmm. And not have come through because it is gonna. It's just so uber competitive. But yeah, this is a great team now. Three quarters when you have three quarters of your starting secondary up for free agency, that is a big deal. And we're talking about three quarters of your secondary that's very productive. Von Bell led your team with four interceptions. Jesse Bates tied for the team lead also with four interceptions. And then Eli Apple was really you know your starting corner. You know, eight passes defense, you know, tops amongst the secondary with Bell and Bates each had eight as well. So that that's big. That's a big deal that they have to get three-fourths of those guys back. And, and you know, they think Dax Hill can step into one of those roles yep. that they draft in the first round. But still, big. it's big. It is. And the – it's a totally – It's I, I'll commend them for this. They recognized early what Burrow was and have yeah, changed the way they operate. Totally. As an organization. Um, there's – talk down there that uh they already have a, a, a um an indoor from a temporary standpoint and building a permanent indoor facility which is something that they you know for the longest time rejected um i would say that if you, if you wanted to do uh either a new stadium or massive improvements to the current one now would be the time to do that yep. um they finally did the uniform redesign that coincided with with burrow that everybody was excited about they wore the white tiger uniforms that everybody Beautiful. loves Love them. um so they they crushed their drafts, and they got lucky in that the year they picked number one overall, Burrow was in the draft, yeah. and they got him. So it's a good job out of them.
Um, they're going to be a problem as long as he's there. He's right. As long as he's healthy, they're a contender. Yep. And they'll be able to put people around him and draft around him. And they've done a great job in the draft. They've done a great job in free agency. Trey Hendrickson was somebody who, when they signed him, and who was the guy we kept talking about all the time? They didn't Carl go to the Jets. Carl Lawson. And they went Hendrickson over, over Lawson. And he like, tore his ACL. And he yeah. got hurt. And, he had and been, Hendrickson had been like kind of a one-year wonder in yeah. New Orleans and then was, I think, 13 sacks last year, this year down to eight, but still yeah. very, very good. Yeah, but two very good DNs there. Yep. Um, and so they are going nowhere. They will no. be a contender with Kansas City at the top. To me, they're a clear number two behind Kansas City in the NFC or in the AFC and maybe even in the NFL. Yeah, so I would say you know what went right for them, but out of the obvious is that that offensive line overhaul worked, even though they didn't even have them at the end because well, they were all hurt. What went wrong? Injuries went wrong. You know, you missed Chase for a while, even though that didn't cost them any games. They went undefeated during that stretch. Uh, you got, although they lost to us. He was missed. He was injured the first he time was we played a, he, them. He didn't play the first. No, right. here, he didn't yeah. play on. Halloween. It was against New Orleans. Is, yeah. was the last game he played. Yeah, first game that they played without Chase was against us. So they lost us, and then they won the next three, even without him. So yes, but injuries at the end, the offensive line injuries at the end, kind of derailed them. That was kind of what went wrong. And you could say, you know, they lost a Wouzier in the game against us for the season. Yeah. Who was there? Brought in to be their number one corner. Chase missed some time. Uh, yeah, but I would say what went wrong? Not much. Not much. Despite the injuries. They are. They had the ball. Like Burrow had the ball with two minutes to go win in the AFC Championship game. And I think probably, if you want to say what went wrong, it's that you had two opportunities at the highest level of the sport in the Super Bowl the year before with the ball in his hands and did not win. and did not win. And this year in the AFC Championship game with the ball in his hands and did not win. And so those things can be fleeting. And I do think that, that can linger too. It that can mental. Yeah, and I think that they will be – I mean, they are in a absolute win-it-all window. They were in it last year. They're in it this year. They'll be in it next year. But there will be pressure. I think next year will be the first time that there's real pressure on them. I think this year was almost a house money. They got to the Super Bowl before anybody thought that they would. For whatever reason, and I, I know – I'm pretty sure you and I both picked them to win the division, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, I think we did. A lot of people were picking the Ravens to win the division. I, I didn't see it. Um, but they they get him back. That next year will be pressure. Next oh, year will big be pressure. you better go. Win. They haven't had that yet down there. Not, no, not not that not the way that it'll be next year. Player you would want off of their team, Jamar Chase. Same. That's easy. Hundred percent. Yeah, he would change everything. It's a game wrecker. Yeah, it's a game wrecker. Yeah, it's amazing when you look back that people. Are like, oh, you got to take Penesul, protect him. No. no, no. Although he did have a catch on a. Was it on a he third did. down or a fourth down? Some yeah. crazy play. Jamar Chase had not. What do you have? I know we have this here. He had nine touchdowns and a thousand forty-six yards. yards in twelve, 12 games. games. Yep. Sixty. Yeah. I mean that's nuts. Eighty-seven catches in twelve games. So that's twelve times seven is eighty-four. So he averaged seven catches a game, almost one hundred eighty-seven yards a game, and point seven five touchdowns a game. So in five more, he would have been fifteen hundred yards and thirteen touchdowns if he yeah. played healthy all year. Yeah. He's just—he's a total game wrecker, and they—they they use him in different ways this year. Even the, I mean, they, they use him as a chain mover at time this this year. They just Burrow yes. has complete confidence in him. He's—he's he's, he's the guy. He's the guy you take. You're not going to like this, but uniforms—they have everything that I want. Like there really isn't anything that I would say that I want to see them do. But I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, the the white tiger. Mm-hmm. I already know where you're going, and I agree. Black with 
everything orange that, stripes. With, is orange. So everything on the white tiger one that is black is orange, and everything that is white on the black a white tiger one is black. I, that's exactly what I was going to say. Black helmet with white with red stripes with the orange stripes, yeah, or with, with orange yep. stripes, yep. yeah, and then a black kit kit with just orange just numbers. the orange numbers. That's that's it. it. Yeah, that's the only thing. But I mean, the, they did it with the that white would be kind of that'd be kind could of spectacular. Get yeah, yeah. There's not much more you could do. They've kind of done everything else. Um, yes. You know, I know some people clamored for like their old helmet, like when Paul Brown first got okay, there, that just said Bengals. But I, I think that it's is like Ken Anderson. I, I think you're just misremembering. It's yeah. like nostalgia for nostalgia's sake. Like sometimes no, these the old stuff better. sucked. These are better for sure. Um, I would like to see the white tiger one. I wish it had a little orange in the stripes, just a touch. Like it's all black and white. Or you could just go a little orange around the name. And That'd be fine out too. Around the just number. a little just a hint, a, a, just a, a piping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. give it a little bit of pop. But it's yeah, no, they've got a lot going for them. There's yeah, no like, question. Like something like something like yeah, that. that right there. Yeah, that would be. I want to say Maslin might have an alternate that looks like that. They usually have Obi on their helmets, but I, okay. I'm pretty. I think they might have one that's. They may have an alternate like that that they've used through the years, but that that would be the way. Um, this is yeah. They are. It's funny you go through the. It's not funny. It's the reality. We just we'll talk to Jay Morris in a second. You go through the AFC North, and you just go, "Good grief, man!" And these guys are at the top of it, loaded. Yeah, I mean. It's they're stacked, and what did we go back to? What must you be able to do? Score, score, baby! They're always going to be able to score. Now you'd say, well, and the reason they lost is they were held to twenty points. Yep, that's ultimately they failed to score in that game, and that's what cost them. But they know how to score, and when you can score in this league, you can win. I mean, when they went on their winning streak after losing to us. 42, 37, 20, 27, 23, 34, 22, 27, 24, 27. 24 plus, if you're at 24 plus every game or 27, you're going to win the vast majority of those games. You said this before we acquired Deshaun in, in regard to our former quarterback. In this league, you have to be able to throw it when everybody knows you're going to throw it. Yep. And it's really, they can. They can. They can spin it with the best of them. They have yep. the most weapons, I would think, in the league and a, and a top-level quarterback. So yep. that's that's why they are who they are. Uh, we'll get some perspective on their offseason with Jay Morrison at The Athletic. He joins us coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Bally Bet, coming soon to Ohio, 1850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Bally Bet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All right, final hour here. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Time to head out on that Twisted T hotline visit with Bengals beat writer for the Athletic, Jay Morrison. The official sponsor of the Cleveland Browns, of course, is Twisted T Hard Ice Tea. Keep it twisted. Cleveland, Jay, thanks for the time. Uh, let's just start with, give me the temperature in Cincinnati watching the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Is it, that should have been us? What What's kind of the feeling? Well, if you listen to everybody, nobody in Cincinnati even watched the Super Bowl. They were fed up. They didn't feel like they wanted to see it. But the Bengals got cheated, and they weren't going to watch. But yeah, I think there's a there, there's a, a, a kind of that what if feeling that they, they, the Bengals were so close, and uh, what what would have happened had the Bengals got there and, and faced the Eagles. Um, understandable that that you know, people kind of feel that way, but um, it is the, the game. It, it happened the way it did. It kind of a 
couple of questionable penalties at the end of both. I think the bigger temperature was the, the penalty on Bradbury at the end of that game reminded a lot of people of the kind of false penalty on Logan Wilson at the end of the Super Bowl against the Rams when he got called for holding against Cooper Cup, and he, and he wasn't. Mm-hmm. It's inside the 20-yard line, inside of two minutes, a questionable holding call. There's a, a lot of PTSD going on after that. Yeah, and you wonder, you know, didn't the Super Bowl didn't have any lingering effects this year, or maybe it did. You know, they start four and four before they run off and and get to thirteen and four ultimately end of the regular season, or twelve and four at the end of the regular season with the game that was canceled. Um, what do you kind of make of kind of the mental state of the core of this football team before we get into what's going to change? That it is hard to be there. They've been close twice and have not been able to come through, even with the ball in their hands in both games. Yeah, you know, a lot of times when a team um, hasn't been good for a while and they get there and there is there is that little bit of a sense of, man, how many – you even heard Jason Kelsey talk about this. Like, how many shots at this are you going to get? And I I don't get the sense that that's the case with the Bengals. I, I think they buy into what Joe Burrow said, that the, the championship window is the duration of his career. And as long as he's in Cincinnati, they're going to have a shot. And they, they know how hard it is to get there, having done it, and then getting within – however many seconds it was of, of doing it again. So they, they know how difficult it is. They, they know w- what it is to kind of rally and come back and, and do it again a second time. Um, so I, I think there is a lot of confidence that, that yes, they understand the difficulty, but they also appreciate what they have built and it's not going away anytime soon. Well, no, and, and everything you hear out of there, whether it's T. Higgins saying, you know, he wants to be a Bengal, he knows how special it is. It all starts with Burrow. He's been a one-man culture tornado down there, and he is available for extension. Um, it feels like it's something that the Bengals would like to do. It's hard to get a read on Joe. I'm guessing he'd like to do it too. How do you think that goes this off season? Do you think they get a long-term deal done? Uh, yeah, I'd be shocked if they didn't. That would be the biggest the biggest surprise of the offseason. I, I, I'd I would not be surprised to see him get it done by the start of the new league year um, in the middle of March because so much of what they need to do pre-agency-wise and draft-wise and extensions for other guys, um, it, it's all predicated on the, the borough contract and what's left over after that and how it's structured and how that's going to affect their books. And um, I do that is that is priority number one. And they've been working on it since last year. They've been putting this together and. Um, I'm sure they've been in contact with, with Burroughs people. And um, I, I know these things are difficult, but this just seems like a slam dunk. It, I, I can't imagine that they're going to be so far apart that this is going to linger into training camp or even into the regular season. I, like I said, I'd, I'd be surprised if, if we get to OTAs and this isn't done yet. Outside of getting that Joe Burrow contract extension done, what are the, the offseason priorities for this Bengals team? Yeah, beefing up the O-line I think would be it. And you're not going to be able to do it in free agency the way they did it last year. So I think that's going to be a very big focus. Uh, in the draft, I, I I say I don't know what the percentage would be, but I expect them to go tackle at 28 if they don't, if someone slides to them or if there's someone they just can't resist or if a bunch of tackles go off the board ahead of them and they feel like they'd be reaching, then maybe they do it in the second round. But, uh, again, I'd be stunned if they don't get a tackle um, – by the end of the second round, I, I, I think L.C. Collins, the right tackle, is a candidate for a, a cap cut, and Jonah Williams is going into his fifth-year option. I don't know that 
they think that he's the long-term answer there. So not just looking for a starting tackle this year, it's, it's looking for that tackle to, to possibly protect Joe Burrow's blind side for, for the duration of the second contract and beyond. Well, and the other thing you, you mentioned, the offensive, they, they have the T Higgins thing to sort out. And you, the reality is it's going to be very difficult to keep all these guys. Right. And will you say yeah. all the right things eventually like the rubber meets the road? What, what is your sense on the on the Higgins deal? You know, everybody, I, I'm sure Burrow would, wants all of them to remain intact, but can they pull that off? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, T. Higgins was on Radio Row talking about, hey, he sees himself as a number one receiver. Well, if you see yourself as a number one receiver, you're probably going to want number one receiver money. You're probably going to want number one receiver targets and receptions, and that's just not going to happen when you're playing on the same team with, with Jamar Chase. So it's a matter of, is Joe Burrow willing to take a little bit less to try to keep those guys around? Is T. Higgins willing to take a little bit less to, to stay here long-term with Jamar and Joe? That's that all has to be determined. There is a bit of a, a misconception out there, and, and maybe some, some Browns fans might not be aware of it. But T. is – all this talk about his contract, he's not a free agent yet. He's going into the fourth year. He, like Burrow, is eligible for an extension this year, but he, he still has to play the final year on that rookie deal. So if they can't get something done this year, the, the Bengals will just – say, okay, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll honor the, the final year of your rookie deal, and then we'll talk again next offseason. So sure. I, I think there's a possibility of keeping all those guys around, but it's going to be hard, and you, you just have to let that first domino fall with the Burrow contract and see where you, how much money you've got left over for everybody else. What's your sense of, of what happens in the secondary with Bates, Bell, Eli Apple, three of your four starters, uh, free agents, but I know they drafted Dax Hill a year ago, and, and maybe he's ready to take on one of those roles. Yeah, he is. Um, he, he will be a starter this year. I, I think we've seen the last of Jesse Bates and Eli Apple, um, and I I fully expect Von Bell to be back. He is so much a part of this culture and the heartbeat of that locker room, and he's not going to cost a lot of money. People, it might surprise to know, he's going for his third contract now. He's still only 28. I mean, he's still a young guy. He's played a lot of football in this league. Um, I could easily see them sign him to a two, maybe three-year deal. They don't like to, to do these extensions for guys beyond the, the, the 30 season, year 30 season, age 30 season, I should say. But um, he is such a key part, and you can't let him go. If you let, I mean, you assume Bates is gone. If you let Von Bell go, too, you're talking about Dax Hill, who was a rookie last year and barely played, and then really no other safeties on the roster. They just they cannot go into this season with that being their secondary. Jason, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so you said Jesse Bates' time is done there. It, it, has he priced himself out of what they're willing to pay? What, why, why, do you, why is that the case, and, and where do you think he could end up? Yeah, they were just so far apart um, the last two. I mean, when, when he was going into that fourth year, they tried to get something done. They were too far apart. Then, then last year, they, they put the franchise tag on him. There's a little no, – not a little. There was animosity over that. Um, I don't think they would hold him hostage again this year and put a second franchise tag on him. Number one, when you do it uh, a second year in a row, it goes up even 20% more than what the, the actual franchise tag number is. I, I don't see Jesse settling for less to stay here, and I just there's, there's just not room on the ledger sheet for them to, to sign Jesse to anywhere close to what he's worth if they want to keep Burrow and Higgins and all the other guys we've talked about. Jay, the, one of the things that I think 
was kind of a, a common thinking for much of a year ago season, even as they went all the way to the Super Bowl game before eventually losing it, was is Zach Taylor good enough to take you all the way? It feels from up here, acknowledging it's 30,000 feet, that he grew a lot this season in the role. Um, and obviously Burrow likes him a lot. You can tell that just by the way that they go about their business. What do you see in Zach Taylor? Was there growth in him? Was he demonstratively better this year than he was two years ago or even a year ago? Yeah, I think he has been. I think it's, it's just like a player. You know, coaches can get better too. And he came in as a as a young head coach in this league and not a, a, a guy in charge of a roster with not a lot of talent. And He's never been a guy to admit when, or been afraid to admit when he's wrong and when he makes mistakes and and he's willing to pivot and and listen to the the players and um, I just I, I think that does show a lot of growth where he's not just this this drill sergeant my way or the highway he they they find ways you see every year it seems like they they change something major and kind of pivot the way they're doing things and it makes a big difference and um, his his in game coaching is has been better. And just he has the respect of that locker room. It's he is still a young guy in this league to be in that position. But um, if, if he's got Joe Burrow on his side, he's got the rest of the locker room on his side. And um, I do. I I I was stunned that he didn't get a vote for for Coach of the Year this year. I thought he did a really good job this year, even though they were in the Super Bowl last year. Um, that was a difficult situation, and to to, to be as well to, to play as well as they did and be right back there again, I. I thought he would at least got one or two third-place votes at least. Are you surprised, and I'm sure the Bengals are pleased, that Lou Anarumo isn't leaving, right? That this was somebody that got talked to by Arizona but probably should have gotten more attention than than he really did get ultimately. Yeah, it's remarkable. I mean, just look at the – he was the finalist with Jonathan Gannon, and Lou – gave up 30 second-half points in four games against the Chiefs, and Jonathan Gannon and the Eagles gave up 24 in the Super Bowl, and it cost them mm-hmm. a title. Yep. Uh, I know it goes, it's more in the X's and O's, but I, I think it's a good sign that they, they still went with a, a defensive guy. And I think that that's good for Lou, that you, everybody wants the young offensive guy, but you need, you need the counterpunch to that. And to see a couple defensive guys get head coaching jobs this year, I think if, if they have another good year this year, you're, that'll be it. You're going to see Lou gone. I mean, we're talking about year five with all three, with both coordinators and Zach as the head coach. There's, there's only one other team in the league that has that kind of continuity, and it is the model franchise and the dynasty franchise right now, and that's the Chiefs. And that goes away if Eric Bieniemy leaves. So the Bengals would be the, the, most, the, the team with the most coaching continuity in the league. That's amazing. It's, yeah. it's, it's a bit, and Burr all starts there. You land on that, yes. and it changes everything. Uh, Jay, yeah. thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Okay, great talking to you guys. All right, that's Thanks. Jay Morrison of The Athletic uh, joining us on the Twisted Tea Hard Ice Tea Hotline, official sponsor of the Cleveland Browns. Keep it twisted, Cleveland. The one thing that's interesting with the Bengals, just kind of like tie a ribbon on them, is we've talked so much about the passing game. They'd love probably to draft a tight end. You know, yeah. Hayden Hurst is a free agent. And the question is, what is – where is Joe Mixon in his career arc? Was mm-hmm. this year the sign of a decline of Joe Mixon? P. Ryan's an Andre, a free agent. Is this? Do they want to draft a running back and ultimately a, a Mixon replacement or complement this year? So I think that's the yeah. that's the only piece of the offense that that running game was very good two years ago it was pretty much non-existent this year. It was, and I you know I you wonder like a healthy offensive line coming back, but the other thing 
you know, with their weapons on the outside, I mean, the Chiefs got Pacheco in the seventh round. Yeah. You don't need to you invest, don't need but it's, a, it's surprising but they it couldn't is. average more than four yards a it carry is. given what you said, yeah, right? Is. Nobody's coming out and being no. like, better stop them from running. No, no, no. But it needs to be complimentary yep. for them to get over the top, uh, which they've been close to in the back, in, in back-to-back seasons. We'll go around the league coming up next. You'll see Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. When a medical mistake causes you injury, call the medical malpractice attorneys at 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Elk and Elk's proud partner of your Cleveland Browns as we go around the NFL. I had mentioned this earlier. The Browns bought that property in Arlington Heights, Illinois. Dup Bears. Dup Bears uh, setting up for um, an enclosed stadium in Arlington Heights. They paid just under $200 million for the 326-acre plot. They say no money public for the stadium. They'll handle it. They just need some public wow. help with uh, some of the infrastructure around it. Wow. So they're trying to do a uh, – I think they're probably trying to do like a Patriots place in Chicago. Yeah. And it's long overdue. Long overdue. I was thinking about this. That place is terrible. It is terrible. And Chicago's – you think about what Chicago was during the Jordan heyday. Yep. You know, the second city, all of that. Like, when's the last time – like, is Chicago still a glamorous place? Yeah. In the way it Michigan was when Avenue. we were kids. Yeah, like, people still, in the summer in particular, I mean, people we were, still think it is when a we were When we were kids, be. it was, if you think about, like, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, like, all of those things, there were so many John Hughes movies that were set in Chicago, the suburbs. It was constantly glamorized. There was a lot of sitcoms that were set in Chicago. Like, is, it, is that still happening? Yeah, it's the second city. No, I know it is that. I understand it. I just wonder uh, if it has the same juice it had 30 years ago. I don't know from a pop culture standpoint if it does. It feels does. like when I think of like pop culture cities other than New York, L.A., like Miami seems more prominent yes. to Chicago yes. to me now. Yes. I wonder if is Dallas more of a big deal than Chicago? In certain things, it feels like I mean, Nashville. I feel like its heyday was Dallas. I think Nashville maybe. Nashville feels like a city yeah. that's ascending in a big way that people like people used to go to Chicago on vacation. Yeah. And I don't know that no. it happens anymore. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Yeah. That chair is creaking on you. It is a little. I know it. Mo Pedman. Well, sometimes just, he's sometimes on it. sometimes Pedman. Pedman. He's got it. Pedman happens. Yeah. Uh some coaching updates. The Jets and Bills. Rex Ryan emerged as a top candidate. Boy, really? That's Are you really doing that Sean, Sean Payton? Payton? He's going to do that. He worked with Rob in New Orleans. It just seems like, wild. come on. Like, yeah. you're going to want to deal with that type of nonsense yep. that comes with that. Commies are interviewing uh, Eric Bieniemy for the offensive coordinator job. Bieniemy reportedly met with the commies for dinner last night per Jonathan Jones of CBS. It's puzzling to me that he has not gotten – a head coaching job, which leads me to only one. He just must not interview well. It's because the only it's thing, the only thing like, that makes any not, sense. It's not. It's not what everybody wants to go to. No, 
Definitely not. There's been plenty of minority yeah. candidates who have been hired in the time that he's been up for jobs. Yes. So he, he, I think it's twofold. He probably doesn't interview great. And he probably, the other thing is, is it's Mahomes and Reed. Yeah. So, like, he needs to do something like this in order where he's to. he's calling every he's, play. He's, it's, the, it's he's his running offense. the show. Yes. I think for him to ascend. Right. You know, I that's, that's probably where he's at. Uh, the Buccaneers are reportedly set to hire Seahawks quarterback coach Dave Canales as their new offensive coordinator. Who knows what you're even coordinating? Are they really going Kyle Trask? Who knows? In Tampa? What a mess. I don't know. That I, one I mean, I don't know anything. that When you just said that and I read it earlier today, that's the first time that I'd ever even yeah. heard his name. But he obviously must have gotten some credit for doing well with Gino, uh, Gino Smith. Yeah. You don't even know what you're signing up for there, what that roster even looks like. Uh, the Bills are hiring veteran wide receiver coach Adam Henry. Uh, that per Pelissaro. He was our wide receiver He was coach. our guy, yeah. Yeah, he was, and he was with Jarvis and Odell and at LSU. Did you know he went from here to the Indiana's co-offensive coordinator? Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. Holy to smokes. go from the league to Bloomington? Well, I mean, he's been in the league for quite some time. Yeah. And – he started. He was LSU in twelve to fourteen. He was with the Raiders from two thousand seven to two thousand eleven. Then the Niners and the Giants. Then us for two years. And he went from us to the Cowboys for twenty and twenty one. And then twenty two with Indiana. Back now to the Buffalo Bills. Same. Two brief stints in college, but he's basically been in the league since two thousand seven. So I just got a text from Fish. Ferris Bueller's day off was shot at his high school when he was a freshman. Is he an extra? That's pretty good. Is he an extra? He'll tell us. That's what I want to know. That's pretty I good. Mean, I want seeing all of it. I did not know that Hughes isn't. I assumed he was from Chicago. He's from Lansing. Isn't that something? Oh, my gosh. So he's. this is a hell of a resume. National Lampoon's Vacation, yep. 16 Candles, yep. Mr. Mom, Weird Science, Breakfast Club, Weird Ferris Science. Bueller's Day Off, Pretty in Pink. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Ugh. She's having a baby. The great Weird outdoors. Uncle Buck. Last week. It was awesome. Home alone. It's fantastic. What did he? What did he say? Weird science was awesome. Of course it is. Was he like weird? Week. Is he? Is it my earbuds? Yeah, no, no. Hear? I think it's fine. He Dennis fine. the Menace, right. babies. That's a that's a run. Yeah, comedy gold. Like you do the Mount Rushmore. Of that Bueller. Bueller is the George Washington. Yeah, I think Breakfast Club would be. Yep. On that, I love the great. Outdoors. The National Lampoons. National Lampoons is on it, for sure. Then how, who you who's going to be Jefferson in this? Is it or Teddy Roosevelt? Ever you want to do it? Is it Sixteen Candles? Is it Weird Science? Is it Planes, Trains? Is it Great Outdoors? <laughs> I would say Sixteen sounds. Candles, but Sixteen Candles. Sixteen Candles is great. I love Weird Science is my favorite. Weird Science is great. It, like I said, I know, it hit was in the sweet spot. Week, yeah, right it had in all the animal you house. And it was like yeah. 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, I have I'm got in. to go to bed. I'll be up till 3 watching yeah. this. Yeah, that yeah. hit everything you wanted it to. That one, as I think our age. Kelly LeBrock. <laughs> yeah. How about, I mean, you had Bill Paxton, Downey Jr., Anthony Michael Hall. Well, D Downey Jr. is a bit role. He's bit role. he's one of the bullies. Yeah. Of Wyatt and whatever the other kid's he's name was. Ian. The yeah. other kid's name was Gary. Gary and Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah, she gets him. one gets a Porsche and the other one gets a Ferrari to drive the chicks home at the end. It's pretty great. It's fantastic. And Somehow it's all explained. The brother is just one big turd. He is. <laughs> Pax, or it's, it's Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Right? Bill Paxton. Yeah, it's, it's just <laughs> amazing.
Absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty good. It's a pretty good run. That's Man, he Apex only, Chicago, the '80s. He only made it 59 years. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that's a, that 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 run is pretty tough to top. Um, in 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 any regard. Um, all right, coming up next, we hit the mail bay. Hold on a second. Oh yeah, what else you got? He did a Christmas vacation. He did Christmas vacation and vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Another one set well, all Chicago based too. He I'm was telling you Apex Chicago. It was the writer. Apex Chicago, like eighty four to, to oh, Jordan retires I, in ninety eight. That's Apex Chicago. And he wrote Home Alone. And save me with the Elliot Ness Untouchables Capone. No, no, no. Apex Chicago is like eighty five Bears through the John Hughes movies to ninety eight Jordan. All right. He also makes cameos in the Breakfast Club. He's Brian's dad. And in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, he is the man running between cabs. So I'll have to look for that next time I see it. I will have to look for that. Bueller is unbelievable. I watched that with my oldest last summer. Held up superbly. Of course it did. Just unbelievable. Of course. Bueller. The best. Um, all right. We'll hit the mailbag coming up next. You're listening oh, to the Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Fans, mark your calendars. Face off on the lake presented by Meyer, the first major outdoor hockey game. Oh, those calendars are marked, baby. They've been marked for months we've been doing. (laughs) Yeah. Saturday, Buckeyes, Wolverines, First Energy. Tickets on sale now starting at 12 bucks. For more information, visit firstenergystadium.com slash faceoff or call 440-891-5050. Browns mailbag time presented by Vivid Seats, official fan experience partner of your Cleveland Browns. Tweet us your questions now at Browns underscore daily. Use the hashtag AskCBD. Hello, Gibbe. Hello, Hello, Gibbe. Welcome. Yeah. At Browns underscore daily. Using All the hashtag right. ask C B. Also Gibbe's burner. <laughs> what do you say? Your burner. It's also your burner. Hey man. We need to do a new Joe. Uh we gotta do a new Joe. Yeah. A new Hoff with the either the uniforms he wore when he was first drafted or the new ones. Yeah. Like a gold jacket. Yeah, we get, one. And we well a gold, the jacket. gold jacket would be amazing, but we this uniform we wanna I don't want this to be associated with Joe. Am I wrong? Not untrue. Am I wrong, Walter? Not untrue. No. All right. Let's get right into it. it. Browns on the lay after a half stripe. I am aware. (laughs) Our good friend, Jade McRae. Yes, Jade. So you're in Cleveland. She's in town? Is she here? Is she in town? Right now? Where am I going for lunch? Where do I go to pick up my cream Browns daily hoodie? Oh, man. Wow. We had discussed both off air and on that if anyone is worthy, she would be on a very short list of worthy. Yeah. We're just curious though why you always like she produces jingles and songs and all this and Gibbe yeah. just blocks it all. Has no interest. And yeah. they're they're, and they're, they're phenomenal. Legitimate and they're phenomenal. The Joe Thomas hour one was awesome. Unbelievable. Why awesome. is that, Gibbe? Why do you block Jade? I, I don't why block are you a hater? Why are you anti Jade? Why are you hater box for Jade? I believe now someone's lying. You, sir, are a liar. Not me. No. He truly doesn't. She sent all kinds of songs that he's never played. Many I was unaware of that they existed. But anyway, she would be more than worthy because I think she had a hand in the studio light. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. That's right. Incredible talent. 
vocal skills? Yes. Yes. And where is she? Is she playing in town tonight? Is I she, don't know. She must be singing somewhere. I don't know. I think she's in town this weekend. I saw something on Soul. I think it's tomorrow night, maybe. Where would you send her to lunch? I have kids. I don't go to lunch. I'm always here. I think I think town halls. You have a much better handle on town hall. It. You're would much be more of a, a man cool about place. town. I'm a like, man about like one village. It's a cool Cleveland place. Uh, town hall. I would say um, Sora. If you want to go down to the to the flats, Sora or Jade, the two sushi places down there, like on the river mm -hmm. in the flats, are are great. So those would be my the three that right off. All right. Uh, enough from the clown. Such a great court ruling. Gibby just saying apologize and let's move on. Bo Bishop still pretending to have nothing to do with the grievance. What I do? Uh, uh, at Quinn You're crushing this right C, now, by the way. When can we expect to see some coaching staff? <laughs> just hires? reading these off his phone. <laughs> yeah, but he kind of like had like a few bookmarked. Like Ted, yeah. Ted ready. Yeah, yeah, ready to go. What was that question, Gibby? Uh. No, I was trying to figure out the guy's name oh. at at Quen K W E N underscore C. When okay. can we expect to see some coaching staff hires? We only have two that are open right now, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The most important ones are done. I mean, the combine stuff, like you know, you got you, the coordinators. That's really you got the the guy, who's calling the plays, who's calling the defense, right? What's who's, the who's scheme the special is, team? Well, who's scheme? That we like all these guys who come in here. They're all more than competent. There's there's yeah. not. There's, there are only so many like Bill Callahan level position coaches in the league. It's right. a very short list. So the rest of them, you come in, you do a good job, but you do what the coordinator wants or the head yeah. coach wants. So it's, I wouldn't mind seeing my guy Brandon Lynch become the DB coach. He was the assistant DB coach a year ago. B. Lynch. He'd be great. And then on D-line, I do think you want to have it in place just so that they're able to do the work at the combine that is necessary You know, when you're scouting. But Schwartz is the one who's conferring with A.B. saying, here's what we want the scheme to do. Here are the traits we're looking for in yeah. our defensive linemen. So. You're fine on that in that regard. Uh, we'll get to more of Bobby here in a little bit, but first question from Bobby: When you golf, do you walk or ride? Uh, circumstances are determined. I'm mostly yeah. ride. Lazy, and I gotta have somewhere to put my beer. I ride. So mostly ride. Uh, I I'm not. A, I walked yesterday in gale force conditions. I one of my favorite things to do if you can if you can get you get a cart with a four bagger. You get the attachment, so all four bags go on it. Yeah, the kid drive the your, that cart, and then you guys get to walk together. Mm -hmm. But so I, I, that's a great. That setup. way you're not yeah you're not pulling the you're not having the bag, but yet right. you're you're still, you're still walking, walking. With, the, with the fellas. Yeah. You got somebody driving around so you can four caddy and do all the. Things you know what I haven't done? done that I, I'm waiting. I'm there must be some course up here that has this, uh, the Segway slash like golf motorcycle uh, operation out, out in huron dude they when we demo those at, at walden that day it was the most fun i've ever had why don't courses do, why don't people don't people I, I, want I will, that i will say this number one they're amazing th there is a height and weight restriction i oh. was not able to however a number of our guys in the hooligans league yeah we all went out a lot of the guys at the turn went to golf carts because it was it's it's a little tough to uh, on the Segway or on the the like motor on the motor motorcycle. I oh, do. It's the best. They liked it, but it was just it was a lot by the time it was it it got to the point where yeah. it needed to move. If you're in a situation where your balance becomes unreliable, well, yeah. yeah, then don't do that. They I'm seem a, like a lot of fun. The other thing that I was always curious if it ever take off and never, I don't think it ever did, was the hover carts. Um, have you seen those? Like 
You Bubba, fly? Like a hovercraft. Like Bubba Watson was had one at one point, and they were. I remember being tested. We were out out in California, out out in the desert, and they were they did like a demo day with them, and they were talking about. There was a couple of guys who had them, but they were talking about doing them as like the club carts, were like these hovercrafts where you could drive over water with them. Oh. Um, and I think they just worried that too much chaos would yeah. come of it. Would, but they're would, amazing. They were like silent, yeah. and they were like hovercrafts. Yeah, yeah um, it would be fun to like stand in the. If I could see Gibbe standing in the bushes with like a blow dart. Yeah, pop <laughs> the bot there. Yeah, their hover bottom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, love a dog today tweets at the show. Do you think there's a possibility for a return of Larry Ogunjobi to the Browns? Sure. They, you know, he's gone from the Bengals where he played very well, was injured last year was with the Steelers. Obviously he had a couple sacks against us. Uh, yeah, I think if, if he fits what Jim Schwartz is looking for, I think that's obviously a possible reunion. I'd, we'd welcome Larry back with open arms. Love Larry. I, I think we need a game wrecker in there. He is not a game wrecker. No. But he certainly would be a solid rotational piece. Yeah. More from Love a Dog today. This weekend, A and E is starting their WWE biography mm. series. Yeah, they're again. the best. Are you aware of this? Of course. I was it's not aware of it. Episode. I love the biography. So what's what are they doing? They're doing a It's a WWE biography oh series. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I would like to see as a non WWE aficionado such as yourself, I would like to see like a true unvarnished match the match there is one it was season oh one, there is one three that's a great okay. one so yep. that would be one where i was yep. everyone a full participant in it um as i recall yeah it was good but obviously I, match was not available yeah who but, who hasn't been done that would need to be done supposedly they're doing a real a new nwo one that's supposed to be really good was that bischoff's idea the nwo yeah yeah so he boy that's one of the bischoff most... hogan hall nash yeah no, I know who was in it, but like who who birthed the who idea? Was the, where did the idea come like from? Like going, hey, he, let's let's take Hogan the biggest was, face of all time and turn him into a heel. I think it was Bischoff, and they had to like really convince because it's a slow he burn. Want, he did not want to do it, and in, it's odd because in retrospect, I like him so much more as a heel. Oh yeah, than as a face. Yeah, it's in. They actually have a show called WWE Heels on the WWE not network anymore. Now it's part of Peacock, but there's one about Hogan where he talks about that. I think it's the first one. It's awesome. Talks about the whole thing, how it went back and forth, and how it evolved, and how nervous he was going out there, and how he at first didn't, you know, gel with Hall and Nash, and how they figured it out, and yeah, it's pretty good. It was, yeah, it was great. I mean, that was peak. Other than peak my wrestling, other than my childhood, and that that's when I was in college. I yeah. think was that was that um, that was the most uh, oh, that yeah. I was ever into it was at that yeah. time, and that was the crazy thing. It was all WCW. Right, but then that then that led to led to the WWF going to the Attitude Era and Stone Cold and The Rock and Stone Cold McMahon really is what kind of launched it. Mike Tyson and yeah. HBK at WrestleMania 14, and then The Rock Austin 15, and then they were then, then off to the races. Yeah, yeah. Jersey Dog. How about Bobby? Why are you dissing Bobby? He's got more of him. He's going to do rapid fire Bobbies okay. at the end. Jersey Dog. Don't give him any ideas. What food do Bo Bishop and BGSU Gibbs hate as much as Zagura hates eggs? Great question. Yeah, you don't knock the other question. Great question. I don't, there's, I don't know that there's any food that I that is like stomach turning to me. Like a hard boiled egg for me. Yeah, there, there's plenty of like I'll tell you something I hate as much as you hate eggs is the thing that produces an egg. A chicken. A feathered any Just sort of bird. feathered birds yeah. of. Yeah. But you don't those are like in size, real. That's like I don't in like the wild. Them. You don't like them alive. Correct. You're not yeah. nearly as afraid. But there's of them nothing. When dead. I'm trying to think if there's anything from a food standpoint that I. Just detest, detest. I don't Mayo? think there is. Gross. No, I know you have you have several. But Ugh. 
I don't love mayo, but I don't. It, if it's on a BLT, I don't mind it. I'll throw that BLT right in the. Garbage. I know you will. Yeah, there's nothing from a food standpoint. Same that, that I, I, I. I would say this. Detest. Like, I love pizza, but I despise like the supreme or the veggie pizza that is just yeah. nothing but a salad on a, a like. I'm not. I'm not trying to eat healthy. Here, one I, of my I, favorite. You're pizzas, not. By the way, it's no. You're not. One of my favorite, my wife's is unbelievable. It's uh, caramelized onions, banana peppers, and Fine. mushrooms. Okay. All right. Really good. I really like good. Banana peppers. She oh. turned me onto that. I've been a pepperoni mushroom guy my whole mm-hmm. life, but um, she has turned me onto that in recent years. Um, Quartz Mountain. I, I don't know if you got this last week or not. Oh, so good. Yeah, the is Switch. Is it time to buy my third grader a Nintendo Switch? What do I do about my first grader who will be convinced that the world is an unfair place? Absolutely. Get him the Switch. There's great games you play like Splatoon. Oh, dude! Super yes. Mario, Super Mario, Mario Kart, Mario Kart. There's yeah. uh, Super yes. Mario Deluxe is the most fun you'll ever have. So fun! You can play all four of you at once yep. in the world, like old together. school Mario, but you yep. play together. Some guy can be Nabbit so they don't die, so and you then can you stay get a in the levels. And you do cool stuff. It's unbelievable. Here's the deal: you've read the room correctly. The first grader is going to get stuff that the third grader didn't get faster. I mean, Bootsy plays Xbox. We didn't even have an Xbox until NBC was in the fifth, fourth grade. The truth is, so you can't, you can't. But and you, you'll try to say, well, look, you, your brother didn't have it till this time. It's over. Once you, you interject it into the home, it's done. He's probably gonna need to get two switches. Is what the deal is. Yeah, you're gonna I get, get two one Xboxes. I gotta find a way one. to get them to work independently. I can do this for you. This, I, you can I, do this. I, yes, I play when, when, Boots is over. We play, we'll play for now though. Now he's moved on to Apex Legends, and I'm just not good enough at it. So we, yeah, thank, no thanks, Dad. But so Sorry, Dad. we play Fortnite together. Hey, B. He's on It's like a Coca Cola <laughs> Joe yeah, Green yeah, commercial. Yeah. Like, right. Hey, B, you, you, you think we could play some Fortnite? Sorry, Dad. Yeah, no. Dun, dun, so, dun. But for Nana's, Nana's birthday, he has, we have like eight. She, Nana loves to watch us play Fortnite. She mm-hmm. it's like watching a movie. Yeah. And so she has like eight coupons where he, he has to play Fortnite with me. Oh, I like that. And it's fun. That's nice. And we all love it. Yeah. Good job at it. Jack's Lamp. Will you boys be watching the golf documentary Full Swing yes. on Netflix? Yep. I'm, I'm down on Netflix right now. Um, I, I'm not resubscribed. But what I am is backloading all. I'm getting a decent amount of backlog on Netflix. So that You've when I get back into it. Yet? No. Please come on. Yeah. Mm. Onward we go to Bobby. Okay. Favorite junk food? I mean, I don't have it around, but it's hard to beat a good chip. I like not, a chip a with a beer. I love a nacho. You, never have a, you don't have any chips in your chip. house? Yeah, we, I mean, if, uh, some, from time to time. We but, don't have them in our house. But if you do, they get annihilated. Yeah. They I got get chips, annihilated. But I, I like the red blue hot blues. Oh, yeah, red, red hot, hot blues blue. are unbelievable. I like that with the guacamole. Yeah, it's a little habanero salsa. I have a lot of guac. Yeah, in the house. I always also, I also the, have a guac. You get the the Costco guacs. It's pizza so junk it's, food. Yeah, favorite for sure. junk food. Pizza. Yeah. Did you ever buy something outrageous that you regretted? For sure, a, a billion a hundred, things. Yeah, a thousand. Absolutely. Things. Yeah. Uh, the, what is the perfect workout song? Right now, I'm really digging Roman Reigns' entrance theme. When I got to get heavy, that's what I put on, <laughs> and I love it. Eye of the Tiger. 
Yeah, that anything from the workout montage. Rage Against the Machine. Four. Rocky Four. Rocky Four. Rocky yeah. Four montage. Rocky Four's got like four workout montages. Yep. It, you can yeah. go 28 minutes they went, with it. They went right. one point when he's in Russia where they go workout montage, two-minute scene, workout montage. Correct. Yeah, and don't you get like Drago working out as well? Yeah, you get they're it. all working yeah, out. Everybody, yeah. yeah, He somehow climbed a mountain in Siberia Yep. with a leather jacket on. Very warm leather. How do you feel about Disney? What, what do you mean? Do it once. I love it. I think it's it's, magic. it's, it's wonderful. It's magic. It's completely do it immersive. Um, do it more than once. It's uh, it's one of those things where the the price is exorbitant. Yep. And yet you don't feel like you got jobbed. It's a pretty good endorsement. Yeah. You've robbed me. You've ripped me off. And yet and yet I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Yeah. That's what it feels like. So it feels like a win win. Yeah. Uh, what songs take you back to your teen years? We have one minute. Smells like Teen Spirit by anything Nirvana. By Nirvana. Uh, anything by Nirvana, Pearl Jam. Good Vibrations, Marky Mark. Dre, Snoop. Oh, yes. Oh. Yeah. The chronic, the chronic album. Just the whole anything on Chronic. Any first or on, chords of that. Or on Snoop's album. Which I don't. Can you say the name of Snoop's album on Probably the radio? Probably not. Let's not uh, do that. <laughs> I think not I could today. use it in a sentence. No. Nope. <laughs> and then it would be fine. No, nope, we're not but, doing it. I don't know if you could. I think using it in a sense would be much more dangerous. Like the fact that it's the name of the album, and we just said that this album you think? is better than using it in a sentence. Now I want to try. So I'd like you to. How about you give me? How about you give me the whole sentence and omit the name of the album? Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. We're good. Who did they get for the? Who are the uh, biographies on WWE? Who are they doing uh, this season? I didn't you for whatever link I was on. It would wanted me to click through a bunch of things. And, I don't have patience, yeah, I don't have patience for that. Pop ups and links and such. But the new yeah. seasons coming in. They're all gonna be. They're all good. Some yeah. of them are dark, you know. But as, all it, as it would be. I mean, some of those yeah, stories are that way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. Very good. I saw something with uh, the Cody Rhodes kid over the weekend. He was doing an interview. Cody Rhodes is main eventing WrestleMania. Is he really? Yeah. Back from the injury? Back from the injury. Won the Royal Rumble. Okay. And he will be taking on a Roman Reigns unless Sami Zayn can knock him off in the Elimination Chamber in Montreal. How's the other production doing? AEW? Good. That's yeah. better when there's two. It's better when there's two, yeah. They just... It's got to get... It's got to get bigger. In some ways, it's kind of like PGA Tour and the Live. You see, yep. what Phil, Tiger, so... see what Tiger said to Phil? No. Oh man, Phil proposed that there be a. Uh, that she's like there should be a live PGA Tour event. Yeah, and um, Tiger's not having any of that. Tiger, <laughs> Tiger said, if I can find it real quickly. Um, so NWO is the first one. Yeah, oh, that'll be good. That one looks awesome. The next one is Jake the Snake Roberts. Okay. Oh, that'll be good. That'll that one will have some. That'll have some demons. That'll have some darkness to it. Uh, he goes. This is Tiger. Quote, yeah, no beep. Phil wants a PGA versus Live event. That's the only way people would ever watch Live Golf. Oh. Oh, baby. He's back this week. He's back today. Yeah. He's at Riv. Riviera. Riviera. Yeah, I think it's – He's got to play the waste management once. Him at 16, I feel like would be – I'm sure he has in the past, but I feel like right now him at 16 would be total bedlam. Yeah. Didn't he get a hole-in-one on 16 there in his first event? 
Didn't he play like that his right. very first yeah. event? But it wasn't. It's not. It wasn't what it was now yeah, with like the right. stadium and all that. But yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's right. You saw those live ads with them with the teams, like the yard goats or whatever they are. Nonsense. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 too brutal. much. It's it is too much. All right, the next level is coming up next. We're back tomorrow. Thanks for listening, buddy. Cleveland Browns Daily, eight fifty ESPN. Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and eight fifty ESPN Cleveland.